This week on The Swear Wolves, we discuss a movie with a killer baby and a movie with a killer babysitter. the swear was horror podcast the podcast that discusses all things horror i'm brett i'm david i'm alan gentlemen how are you doing this week good <laughs> yeah i'm same, good same as last week and the week before yeah. and the week before can't complain well listen you know sometimes maybe you want to say oh not so good brett i need some i need to get some things off my chest <laughs> let um, me unload on you until yeah you, where do i all start? of my troubles <laughs> um all of my fears this week uh is an interesting week as far as the movies we're going to discuss. And I don't know if I'm quite aware of why we're discussing these movies. Not that I have a problem with these movies in particular, but it's kind of a, like I, a wild card episode. <laughs> I guess I don't understand why Hopefully. they were chosen. Um, the movies we're going to discuss are um, brain dead or dead alive yeah. by Peter Jackson. Dead alive in North America. Yeah. Brain dead worldwide because there had already been in a uh, film called brain dead in 1990. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, the second movie is called the babysitter babysitter from, uh, 2017. I think it was yeah. 2017 yeah. Netflix. Yeah, that's right. Yep. What by directed by Mick G. <laughs> what? Uh, so Peter Jackson, Mick G. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Samara Weaving is from Australia, New Zealand. She's from New Zealand, I think. Or and so yeah. is Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah, is that the connection? No. Oh, okay. I, but that's a good one. But yes, yes. That no, that's not it. So <laughs> what is the connection? There really isn't one other than <laughs> when. So whenever we record, um, usually like midweek, we'll have like a text conversation about what we want to call the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because we, we take pride, we try to have creative episode titles for all these so this one i picked because i already had an episode title in mind oh, and i was okay. like oh i can pair these and i can call the episode don't tell mom the babysitter's dead alive oh nice so there you go gotcha little wheel of fortune before and after for you <laughs> that works wheel of fortune before and after <laughs> um i, I kind of like that it's random yeah i do it is yeah, because these movies are very different. Yeah. Very different. But let's first talk about Dead Alive. Now, this movie came out in 1992. 1992. Okay. Yeah. Filmed in New Zealand. I feel like it's older than it actually is. Like, when I watch it, I'm it like... It does look older. This movie looks like it's from the 80s, mm-hmm. but it's not. But I guess it's on the cusp, right? Yeah. Um, Independent film? Peter Jackson financed? I don't know. Like, I mean, it's definitely not an American film. It's a... It's a New Zealand film. It yeah. had a budget of $3 million. Well, that's a pretty good-sized budget mm-hmm. for a film, for a little independent it film. It all went to blood. <laughs> <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't lying. <laughs> um, had, had you guys seen this movie before? I had not. 
You had never no. seen this movie. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I had. I've seen this movie, yeah, quite a few times. But yeah. it, it's been a while. It's probably been several years since the last time. It's been a while for me too. And I've seen this. Um, I saw it back in the '90s, late '90s, for mm-hmm. the first time. I remember I had a roommate uh, when I lived out in California, and he was like, "You got to see this Peter Jackson." He was all about Peter Jackson. <laughs> this was before Lord of the Rings. Like probably Lord of the Rings was announced, mm-hmm. and he was like. Peter Jackson. I'm like, the guy who did Meet the Feebles? And he was like, well, yes. But he also did um, The Frighteners. Mm -hmm. And he did... um, Bad Taste. Bad Bad Taste. taste. And I had seen Bad Taste. I was like, okay, okay, I'm I'm with you on that one. And he's like, also this movie called Dead Alive. Mm -hmm. And I remember the box art, right? Because it's this chick and her face is getting spread apart. And there's like a face. in. There's like a skull inside of her mouth or something. So uh, It's a very iconic uh, poster art. Yeah. Yep. So I had seen this movie before, but it'll be interesting to hear what your thoughts are on this, Alan. My reviews are very controversial. <laughs> not, not necessarily controversial. <laughs> or very, I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking forward to talking yeah. about this. Though. So let's uh, let's get into it. So the movie opens up. <clears throat> it's in uh, like... Is 1957. It? Yeah. This movie is a period piece. It takes place in uh, 1957. And, uh, Which I didn't really realize until later in the movie that it was still 1957. I thought it was a flashback to start. No. And then I was like, why does everybody dress kind of weird in this movie? Because it's 1957. Like, ah, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's um, the opening of the movie starts, and they're on some like remote Skull Island. Skull Island. Which, little King Kong nod. Yes. And <laughs> oddly enough, Sinatra, P- right? Peter Jackson ends up directing King Kong, King Kong. Yeah. remake. Yeah. Um, what'd you say? They're in Sumatra. That's where they're at. I Skull think. Island, I think they say it's like off of, it's near, yeah, Sumatra, because they're after that Sumatran rat monkey. Yeah. I don't even know where Sumatra is. Isn't that a kind of coffee? <laughs> Sumatra blend? <laughs> is it kind of a tiger? <laughs> is it a Sumatran tiger? Yeah. Is it, I'm assuming it's in the Pacific. But anyway, I don't know. Whatever. So they get, they capture this fucking monkey. They have this monkey in this cage. And uh, it's kind of like an Indiana Jones-esque yeah. Type beginning. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where they get this, and it's like this guide who helped this uh, this guy from a zoo capture this monkey. Capture a monkey. And they're taking it through, but the, he wants to make money off of the it. The locals or are chasing after them. Yeah. yeah. They're like, don't take it. And he pulls out a fucking gun and starts. <laughs> You know, blasted away, the and they're like, ah, and they ah, all run away. But then they run back. Yeah, they immediately run back. <laughs> so they're running away from the locals. They have this monkey, and uh, they get away in this truck. And as they're driving away, the guide sees that the the Australian dude who was the guy trying to make money off of this monkey um, has he's, gotten scratched. Got a, yep. And so he says something in his native language like, "Oh, you've been bit," and the two guys who are driving the car immediately they, yeah, they stop yeah. they pull him out and get him like, out huh? and they chop off his arm his hand they chop yeah. his hand off yeah and then they look and they see a bite also on his like, arm ar- yeah his arms so then they chop his arm off and then they, and then see, they see a, a bite mark on, on his, his face. face and they're like well and they, they s- chop his head off swing it down and then yeah yeah but somehow the monkey gets back to the zoo yeah Nonetheless, it, it hops it's on. It's what he would have wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, we still got to take the monkey. We too. still got to Well, because they want to get paid. Yeah. yeah. So they take the money to where it's boarding on um, on this uh, cargo, cargo cargo freight. Yeah. And that, that reminded me a lot of the beginning of uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple, Temple of Doom. Of Doom. Yep. Yeah. Lao She. Lao She. <laughs> so long, Lao She. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so they, they stick it on this uh, cargo plane. They get paid. I love when the guy gets paid too. He's all. 
He's smiling. He's like, yeah. yeah. Bring more money, please. <laughs> and he runs away to his friends. Yeah, um, he kind of prances off. <laughs> so uh, then we cut to New Zealand. It's like this town in New Zealand, like typical 50s town, I guess, in New Zealand. I've never been there. <laughs> um, and there's this gal. She's a, a Spanish gal. And she runs. Paquita. She runs or helps her parent, her dad run and her grandmother uh, like a grocery store, mm-hmm. a market, a little market. Yeah. And um, she's falling. She's boy crazy. She, yeah. She wants a boy. Yeah, she likes yeah. this delivery boy. Yeah. Who kind of gives her a nod and a little wink and stuff. And yeah. she's all, oh, her heart's a flutter. So she asks her grandma to tarot read yeah. her. Yeah, read some cards. And the grandma's like, uh, you're not going to be with that dude. Mm-hmm. But you are going to be with a guy. You look for a symbol of uh, star, star and, and a moon. moon. Yeah. And she's like, well, fuck you, grandma. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, all of a sudden, this bumbling idiot walks in. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Lionel. Lionel. Lionel's. Lionel. Such a bumbling fool. <laughs> but he walks in. and uh, very socially awkward. Yeah, yep. and, he's he kinda, gives, and he's clumsy. Yep. He gives the list of the groceries he needs to get for his mother. He still lives with his mom, mm-hmm. who's a rich lady in the town. Yeah. And he's kind of a mama's boy. And uh, he's like, I'm going to take this. I guess it was licorice or something. He's like, I'm going to take this. And he spills the licorice everywhere. Yeah. But when it spills, it's in the shape of a star and a moon. And a moon. Yep. So And she recognizes it. And she immediately swoons. Yep. Paquita's like, this is my man. Mm Yeah. And so she's like, oh, Lionel. (laughs) But Lionel's like, oh, 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 oh. And he bumbles away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she puts together the groceries and uh, he's back at home. Which I thought was kind of funny that he left. Because at first it was like, he didn't, he forgot the groceries, but it's like, oh, well, he just gave him the list and was yeah. like, deliver it to the house. Cause he couldn't wait <laughs> five yeah. minutes for well, him to put the few items in the bag. You know, things were a lot different back then. Uh, I guess we're kind of going back to there cause you can have your groceries delivered now. Yeah. Right? Walmart will deliver your groceries if you order it or, you know, you can do that you curbside pull up, pickup. Yeah. And they'll bring them out to you. Which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. Like I've done that a couple times through fries. Oh, have you? Mm. Yeah. Just order it online. Yeah. And then they come out and they go, here's your list. Lazy ass piece of shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I could totally see you doing that though, like, especially if you got little kids and stuff. I know it's a whole production. Like, and you want to know something? Getting in and out of the car and then they want to buy everything. <sighs> buy me this. Fucking A. You don't know the half of it. But <laughs> um, with that particular grocery store in my neighborhood, like that was the only one that was close for a lot of people. So like everybody would be there. Mm. You go there on a weeknight and everybody's there. Yeah. Right. Let alone a Sunday morning. When people are grocery shopping or a Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you order it online. They're like, you'll have it by 6 o'clock. Sweet. You go there at 6, park there, give them a call. They go, we'll have your groceries right out, Mr. Anderson. Ready to go. See you later. I don't have to worry about that bullshit. Mm-hmm. There's like a $4 fee. That's worth it. Yeah. yeah. To not have to deal worth with nonsense. My time, but <laughs> I don't go to that grocery store anymore because they opened up another one and nobody's ever there. So I go to that <laughs> one. Um. <laughs> And I actually like grocery shopping. I find it relaxing. Yeah, I don't mind it. Right. Yeah. Um, regardless. So he goes back home to wait for the groceries, I guess. And his mom, she's a bitch. She's like this snooty. <laughs> she's like a society woman. type lady. Like, well, mm. and she just got elected to be like the president of the, like the, the like WLWL. The, yeah. Like the Women's League or something. Women's League. League. Women's League, Women's League. (laughs) I just remember it was called the WLWL, and Lionel's like, what does that mean, mother? (laughs) Um, 
But uh, so she's going to have the people from that league come over for dinner. And so she tells him all about that. Well, meanwhile, Paquita comes. He's out there mowing the lawn. She comes and delivers the groceries. Yep. And the two agree that they're going to go to the zoo. Well, she kind of tricks him into like asking her out, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. She has her dog with her, and like they start talking about like, oh, it's a big animal, and like, and I can't remember like what what kind of animal she compares it to. He's like, oh, you'd have to see a, like a zoo. You have to go to a zoo for that. And she's like, yes, I'll go to the zoo. <laughs> he's like, what? And she's like, tomorrow you take me to the zoo. And he's like, all right, yeah, yeah so we'll go to the zoo. They agree to go to the zoo, and they're just kind of having a little date, mm-hmm. and they're actually kind of hitting it off. Yeah. He likes her, but you can tell like he's still really awkward. He's a bumbling fool. When yeah. he tells her about how when he was a kid, like his he almost drowned and his dad went in to save him and then his dad got swept away and, and drowned. Yep. So he's he's got daddy he got daddy issues. Yeah, he definitely does. And that's why he's a mama's boy. Yep. And uh and he doesn't remember that his mom has told him that yeah. story about his dad. Well, mom also follows them to the zoo. Yeah. Just spying on them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, they come across this fucking spider monkey, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Sumatran rat monkey. Yeah. Rat monkey. It Sum- attacks another monkey. It it tears the off the sh- arm. <laughs> it's like a claymation rat monkey thing. Yeah. It's it was pretty good. I like it that. It was kind of fun. Stop motion. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, Out, the mon- outdated, but but still fun. Yep. Yeah. The monkey through a series of events, the monkey ends up biting the mom or yeah. scratching her or biting her. I don't remember what it was. But the monkey gets killed. Yeah. Then yeah, after. the mom kills the monkey. Like oh, after, with her heel. Yeah, she like steps on its head and like its eyeballs pop out. Yeah, it's very gruesome. Yeah, yeah. This whole movie is this very, whole movie is very fucking gory. gross. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll pick up. It's gross. Yeah. Oh yeah. In fact, and we're it's just scratching up right we're just, now. We're just scratching the surface. Yeah. So she goes home and then she's not feeling really well after she gets bitten by the the monkey. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's the next day that things start to step up a little bit. So mom's like, I don't feel good. It's like, she's talking like, yeah, she's acting weird for sure. And at one point she's like doing something and like a chunk of her skin, just like your face kind of peels off off and he gets, he gets super glue and he glues it back in place. She's trying to put on makeup or something. Cause those people are coming over. Yeah. She's just like deteriorating. Yeah. But she still wants to have this meeting because she still wants to be the president of this women's yeah. league. And Lionel's like, you're not well. Like, you need to lay down. She's like, yeah. no, no, no. No, no, no. Like, Fuck help, you. Help, me put on, help me put on my face. She yeah. starts talking like Anne Ramsey. Like, we're <laughs> Owen. Yeah. my truth. Um, Does that throw mama from the train? Yeah. <laughs> so. Owen. Take <laughs> <Bang> my ears. <laughs> um, so uh, they, uh, they host this meal. And Lionel brings out the food and everything. And they're eating it. And the mom's just kind of like, she's like shaking the entire time. They ask her about the annual meeting. Like, and she's like, annual meeting. Yeah. She's all fucked up. Dude. It reminded me so much of a total recall that (laughs) two weeks, (laughs) weeks. but she grabs like this, like pork chop or whatever it is. And she just eats it. She grabs it off the place, (laughs) plate of the woman. Very rude. Yeah. And the woman's just like, (laughs) ugh. The husband so, don't give a shit. No, he's, he's just, just eating. He's just chowing yeah, he's down. Just happy to have a free meal. And he talks about they need a war. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, need, we a, need war. a war. <laughs> what we need is war. Her ear falls into the uh, custard. Oh, but but oh. before that, so Lionel <laughs> Lionel serves him dessert. Because oh, yeah, the custard. guy did man's custard. He's like, what? Yeah. No pudding? 
She's like, well, I got custard. Yeah. And so the mom like has this boil and she like squeezes it and like pus shoots her out of it. And the woman from the woman's league sees it and it shoots right into the dude's custard. Yeah. And the dude like scoops up the custard and just shoves it in his mouth without looking. Why didn't she like, say anything? And the lady's like, Ooh, oh, it makes so me, gross. It makes me want to throw up just thinking oh. about it. Oh, it was so fucking nasty. Excellent. It was, yeah. it was very then, comedic. And then after that, yeah, then her ear falls off into her own bowl. And then she starts to eat her own ear. Oh, God. And then spits out the pearl earring. Mm. <laughs> it's so disgusting. I wish there was a video with our podcast. Brett oh. looks, you look like you're going to throw up. Just <laughs> the, the fucking pus coming out of the... Delicious. <laughs> oh, and it's like all red. And shit. Yeah, she doesn't say anything. It was yeah. Uh, it was pink. Yeah. Anyway, they leave. Mom's not doing so well. They call the doctor. There's like bloody footprints around the house because mom's like deteriorating. Yeah, her feet are like just stumps. It's it's gross. <laughs> It'd be like if a little kid stepped in poop and then had poop tracks all around the house. But but instead, it's the mom's skin of her feet came yeah. off, and she's wow. just trolling through the trails house. of blood. So they call the nurse. The nurse comes and visits McTavish. And this is Ta- McTavish. Yeah, and the nurse is like, eh, well, whatever. She needs to rest. Yeah, I think Paquita shows up around the same time. Yeah, and she's she goes upstairs to like kind of get some stuff because it's like, yeah, hey, mom needs to go to, take hospital. Her to the hospital. Yeah. Yep, mom needs to go to the hospital. Meanwhile, mom dies. Yeah. Well, Paquita's getting all the stuff. Mm-hmm. So the nurse is like, I'm sorry, Lionel. She's dead. And you could tell that she's going to pop up in the background. It's just a matter of seconds yeah. before and it before happens. She, and before the mom dies, she like eats Paquita's dog. Yeah. It's like, oh. your mother ate my dog. He's Not like, oh, all of it. She's very just sick. He's like, oh, there's, still, there's still some left. It's so gross. But she dies and um, she comes back. Pops up behind the nurse and proceeds to bite the nurse. Uh, she turns the nurse's head in, uh, like into dispenser. a Pez dispenser. Yep. Yeah. Like, mm. Gross. That's what she does. She like pulls it backwards and she like, I don't know, she kills her. Yeah. So now Lionel's like trying to deal with this. Meanwhile, Paquita's upstairs. She's like, what toothbrush is hers? Green or red? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He's all> Green. <laughs> His mom's attacking him. Yeah. yeah. He's choking. So he locks the mom and the nurse now is a zombie as well. Yeah. They're in the basement. Mm-hmm. This just quickly turns into a zombie flick. Yeah. Yeah. But then he lies and tells Paquita that the nurse took the mom to the hospital. Yeah. He yeah. tries to cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't really understand. For a while. Because he's a bumbling idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say this though, the guy who plays Lionel, like he really does well with the physical comedy of mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Um, and I'll get to more of that in my review, but he does, he does really well with that. So he tells her they're going off to the hospital. He shoes Paquita away. He goes to a doctor. He goes to a veterinarian who's like Dr. Strangelove. Like that's a weird, he's a weird character. Yeah. This vet is like very weird. He's like, he was like, he's an ex Nazi. Yeah. He was a Nazi. Yeah. And so he gets some, um, an escaped Nazi. He gets some uh, tranquilizer. Tra- thank you, yeah. tranquilizer, tranquilizer to subdue them, and he shoots them up with the tranquilizer. What happens after this? Uh, he goes to Paquita's mom, and he gets like a tarot reading too, and basically and he, says that he's like doomed. Yeah, Death he gets a pendant. Him. He gets a pendant for luck. Yes, and it's yeah, the same yeah, yeah, star yeah. And, right. and crescent mm-hmm. moon. Yeah, and she's like, as long as you're wearing this, you'll be fine. Yeah. And right at that time, like mom got out of the basement and comes flying through the window because I think she gets hit by like a trolley or something, right? And then they're like, okay, well, she's dead. Now she's dead. So So they they have to bury her. Yep. And 
Um, they bury her, and then Lionel digs her up. Well, well, at the funeral, like backstage, oh, that's right? <laughs> yeah, at, they're at the funeral, and he's administering more tranquilizer just to get through the funeral. And I don't really know like what his end goal is. Yeah. Well, he's just trying to subdue her just so they can bury her, her. I guess yeah. she like busts out of the coffin. Yeah. Yep. And they and come then, flying through the window or something like that. And everyone in the church is like, what the hell? And he kind of plays it off that like, Oh, I just couldn't bring myself. Yeah. To yeah he's a really, he really loves he's his, really mother. Attached <laughs> to his mom. Um, but they end up burying her and then he ends up digging her up. Yeah, and then some hoodlums show up, and they think he's like a necrophilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they like start pissing on her. So that's my mother you're pissing on. Yep, and then mom grabs her, his balls and yep. rips them off. Her arm comes out of the grave, and yeah. And then all kills kills uh, the one guy. I think all the other ones run away, but kills one of the guys, and um, they uh, he turns into a zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now he's got that guy to deal with. He's yep. got his mom to deal with. He's got nurse at home to deal with. And meanwhile, the the priest, the priest shows he, up. He hears some commotion, so he comes down there and he has a great line. It's a, I kick ass for the Lord. Yep. And there's a pretty good karate like this guy. Fight scene. Scene. Dude, this guy was dope. There was a, a really good fight. Was scene. A ninja. It was, it was but he really ends up dope. getting killed too. Uh, I know. Yep. I was I was kind of bummed out that he. Got but killed. he turns into a zombie, so now he's got to deal with him. Yeah. So he locks them all down <laughs> in the basement together. Yep. Then the priest starts fucking the nurse. <laughs> he yeah. gets like, yeah, he gets really horny. Yeah. And, and he yeah. starts, the zombie priest fucks the zombie nurse and they have a zombie baby like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. That was and crazy. this fucking baby is born like, like immediately. I said, the gestation I'm, period is very short. The gestation period is like five seconds. Mm-hmm. And then the baby's born and it's all. <laughs> and before the baby's born, the um, Lionel's creepy uncle shows up. This and fucking guy. he can hear this them. Have, he can hear him having sex, like in the other room. And he's like, "Oh, did you find your dad's old stag films?" <laughs> and like the priest and the nurse, like the guy's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" And he's like, "Oh, is that the one with the chambermaid and the donkey?" <laughs> donkey? Yeah, this, it sounds like a donkey. Yeah, this this uncle is such a douche. Yeah, that's so gross. I kind of, yeah. I kind of like him though. Like, yeah. he's a very much a misogynistic. Dude. Oh, he's an yeah. asshole, but he's he's funny. Yeah. So he takes. Uh, so Lionel takes the baby to the park. Right? Is that the? Oh my god! This is straight out of Mr. Bean. This whole fucking scene. <laughs> like he's like he's it like, really oh, was. Oh, I'm gonna take care of the baby, and he's watching how this woman's taking care of his her baby. So he's trying to he's do trying the to same mimic, thing. Yeah. But this baby's a zombie. Yeah. The other cool thing is, is like. They had a puppet for the baby, but when the baby would run away, it was just a little guy in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So the baby's proportions constantly changed from like being very but, small to being like, but a- they did, they filmed it in such a way that it looked okay. They, the way they did it, it was, it was very well done because they were very quick scenes, very quick cutaways. Yeah. yeah. So they were very smart with it. Yeah. Um, so then he ends up getting the baby back because the baby's going to kill these other kids and he gets the baby and he starts beating the shit out of the baby and these <laughs> and moms are just, just watching, watching in horror everything that happens in this movie the baby everybody in everybody's just like kind of watching but yeah. no real reaction yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just like i guess that's how he raises his kids <laughs> mm-hmm. right oh god i might um so uh so he takes the baby back meanwhile he's also told paquita i can't see you yeah. Because he wants to keep her away from this. So she starts seeing the douchebag delivery guy <laughs> who can't just stop talking about how good at rugby he is. Yeah, he loves talking about himself. Yeah, he's like, and then I kicked it and I scored the winning I fucking got- goal, mate. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the rules of rugby are. I yeah. don't know. I've watched rugby before. Never understood what they fucking do in that game. <laughs> but uh, so he goes back home. Meanwhile, he his uncle... Louis, finds the yeah, bodies uncle lewis 
he finds the bodies downstairs and he's like, I've seen the dead bodies downstairs. Yeah. I'm going to call the cops. Tries to blackmail him. Unless you give me the house and all the money. Yeah. And yep. Lionel's like, fine, whatever. Yeah. yeah, he didn't care. So the uncle's like, sweet, the house is mine now. I'm party gonna time. A party. <laughs> <Throw> a party. <laughs> and he gets everybody in town over there. And everybody's like drinking and smoking and cursing and fucking and kissing and all this kind of <laughs> stuff, right? And dancing. Yep. And um, it's a real soiree. It is. Mm-hmm. And Lionel's like, oh, he's losing his mind. Paquita and the boyfriend walk by. She sees that there's a party going on. So she ditches the the, the delivery guy. And that guy's like, I guess I'm going to go play some rugby. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves. He hightails yeah, it out of there. Whatever. She goes in there. The uncle starts hitting on Paquita, and she's like, fuck you. She kicks him in the balls. This guy gets kicked in the balls more yeah. than... <laughs> His testicles take a beating <laughs> big time. And he gets so pissed at her for kicking him in the balls. But uh, shit starts going south pretty quick when he locks Lionel down in the basement, and the zombies all start escaping. And, and the- Paquita ends up down there, uh, down there too. And there's a really cool kill where he like kills a zombie with a rake. And then he like sticks the handle of well, the rake just, in a vice. He doesn't kill him. He just he just hits him in the head with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and then yeah, puts the handle in a vice, and the the guy's just kind of hanging there by the rake. It's like when you're holding a little person <laughs> on their forehead, and yeah, they're like they're trying just, to reach for yeah, you. Like nope, nope, <laughs> keep trying. Had he had already shown Paquita the zombies in the basement? Uh, I think it's it's right at this point that he kind of tells her what's going on. Yeah. So so they're talking and and I think like she convinces him like you gotta you gotta let her die or something. So he has poison. Yes, and he injects them all he, with poison. He injects. Well, he starts with the mom. Yep. But it turns out it's not poison. He it's, finds out quickly that it's an animal stimulant. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's poison for regular people, but for animals, it's, it's a, a stimulant. stimulant. What the hell? Which we're all animals. <laughs> so what kind of fucking poison is this? Yeah. <laughs> so they go berserk and they narrowly the escape. Zombies. The zombies like burst out of the basement and they're just going ape shit on everyone at the party. Yep. And they start and the the slaughter begins it's for like thirty minutes. <laughs> and they rip people's <laughs> skin right off their skulls. Dude, that 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 skin rip is so awesome. Yeah. It looked great. It looked yeah. fantastic. Um. And then there's some really cool um, ingenuity on on behalf of the survivors. So you got the uncle, Paquita, Lionel, and then there's another girl. Mm-hmm. I forget her name, but she's actually been bit, but she's still like helping the survivors yeah. out. Yeah. And like at one point, I think it's Paquita who sticks uh, a zombie in like uh, where you would like dry your clothes. Like you stick it through and you like turn oh, the yeah, thing yeah. and right. it squeezes all the water out, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's slowly squeezing all the guts out of the yeah. <laughs> zombies like <laughs> mouth and shit. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. That's what was some memorable ones. Is that the guys? same one that um, gets all of his skin removed, and then you see his his like skinned butthole like farts? <laughs> like, I don't remember that. What? Yeah. There was so much going on. Uh, there's the one who gets the light bulb, the light bulb in the yeah. mouth, and she's like yeah. a and she's glowing. Yeah, she's glowing in the background for like I don't know a half an hour. Yeah. Um. There's some other good it's ones. A bunch of the guys off. And, yeah, and there's, there's just uh, the guy's torso. Yeah, like it's just skeleton legs. Oh, and then there's the one guy who's like just a head from the mouth down. Oh, yeah, down, yeah, yeah. And he's just laying, and they kick his head like a hockey puck. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It like air hockey or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's some really great scenes in this. Very creative. Like, and then blood's everywhere. And it's yep. and um, unless I'm mistaken, it's all practical. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. It yeah. is all practical. Yeah. yeah. Lionel ends up coming in with a fucking lawnmower, lawnmower. Yeah. and he starts 
destroying yeah, everybody. Party's over. <laughs> he fucking <laughs> lawnmowers everybody. And I'm talking the blood. Like David said, $3 million, two and a half was dedicated <laughs> to blood. There's blood, ev- blood and guts everywhere. Yeah. And I, I'm going to say, I would venture to guess that the majority of the money went to the effects. Mm, because definitely. they just destroy the place. Oh, yeah. Um, the uncle's outside. He's kicking ass and taking names, too. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty good fighter. Uh, Paquita's holding her own with the other gal. They all end up meeting up. Everybody ends up dying. All the zombies end up dead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The one turns, finally, and, and she ends up dying. And Uncle Lewis, he gets killed, too. Yep. And it's basically down to, yeah, Paquita and uh, Lionel. Yep. Um, they're and, on the roof. And there's only two zombies left. Yeah. There's the baby. Yep. And mom. Oh, the baby has a good one, too. This is where you get the cover art. Oh. The baby rips the person's mouth out in there. Yeah. And his head. Oh, yeah. Poking through the Remember mouth. Remember, he comes up through the yeah, neck. The baby comes out of the, yeah. Person's it's, face. It's disgusting. It is really gross. And then the mom grows to be, I don't know, about. Obese. Fucking, no, not oh, even obese. Huge. Like she's, she's just huge. like twenty five feet 20, tall, yeah. Yeah. and and she's topless. She's got these big old, big, old, big old flapjacks. Yeah, she's flopping around. Those fucking nipples. Oh, they're just mm-hmm. like udders. <laughs> <laughs> they're like half dollars. Yeah, <laughs> oh, half dollars. They're yeah, like yarmulkes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're pretty big. Like a, like burnt tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, but but the puppet is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's with those it's big old dope. butt cheeks too. Yeah. And then now she could talk, and she's like, "Oh, oh yeah, Lionel, Lionel." <laughs> yeah. And Lionel confronts her because he figures out that uh, his dad did not drown save, uh, saving him. Um, Mom found out that the dad was cheating on her and had a mistress, and she killed both of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, she drowned him. Yeah, and Lionel actually saw it, but he just blocked it out of yep. his memory. Um, so she takes Lionel and shoves her up his, her twat. <laughs> her stomach vagina. <laughs> yeah. She's going to eat some through her stomach. Yep. And then she's like, hey, back where he belongs. <laughs> back in my womb. <laughs> and so. Um, he cuts a, he cuts his way out with the pendant. Yep. Yep. He does cut his way out, destroys her. And then the baby's still left alive, right? Yeah. Well, the house is on fire. How the, the house, house? Mom falls into like a fire. fireball. Yeah. yeah. And the house Mom blows burns. up. But the baby ends up being alive. Did they ever kill the baby? No. Yeah. yeah so the there's room for like a sequel, unresolved. Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Lionel and Paquita covered in fucking guts and gore and blood and fucking in his mom's vagina. <laughs> they kiss. They have a sweet kiss. <laughs> they mm-hmm. make out. <laughs> that's the end. The end. Yep. I think. Primarily what I want to talk about is about this movie. What I love about this movie is the fucking effects. Mm-hmm. This oh, yeah. movie, probably some of the best practical effects I've ever seen. The use of puppets, the use of just creative kills of yep. zombies and people and, and dismemberments, impalements. I mean, very creative. It was like if you take Evil Dead 2. And you injected it with steroids or this fucking amul- animal stimulant. <laughs> yeah. This is what you would have. Yeah. Right. This yeah. is an Evil Dead movie without being an Evil Dead movie on crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that being said, I thought the acting was good. I thought the story was good. I thought we get some really great stuff, even from the beginning with the chopping off of the arms and the the fucking Sumatran rat monkey and all that kind of bullshit. Like it's a far fetched movie, but it is a fun movie. 
It's entertaining from start to finish. There are some spots where maybe it's a little slower. It's but, slow. The first half's a little slow, I think. But mm-hmm. it when it goes from the party onwards, oh. you're in for a treat. That's if, where it picks up. Yeah. If yep. you watch this movie just and you just want to see some great kills and shit, watch it from the party onwards. Uh, last 45 minutes of the movie, and you're good to go. I'm going to give it four heads. Mm. Um, and like I said, practical effects, that alone does it for me. Um, very similar. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, because uh, I thought this movie had a lot of nods uh, mm-hmm. yeah. to the Evil Dead films. Um, I agree, it's a little slow at first, but when it when it picks up, it really <laughs> delivers. Uh, the gore is insane. The effects are awesome. The kills are very creative. This is a movie like if you're having like a Halloween party or something. I think I've talked about this before, but like oh, a yeah. movie you throw on in the background Put if you on. just want people to be like, "What the hell is this?" Like this I expect this at your ridiculous. party. Ridiculous. So <laughs> I, I might actually pop this one on. Um, yeah, you know it's funny. I struggled like how to rate this one because like it's very simple. Like not a whole lot happens. The plot is very basic. Yeah. Um, I thought that some of the baby stuff was a. Ran, ran. It's kind of overstated. It's welcome. Like I said, it's Mr. Bean. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really like this movie a lot. I gave it three and a half. I almost went four. Mm, go but for three it. and a go half for, for me. Go for. <laughs> I find it interesting that Brett says that it had a really good story, and you said the plot wasn't really there. What did you say about the plot? Did I say it had a really good story? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I said it was very simple. It was very simple. There's not a whole lot to it. Yeah, I don't think there was a real story to it. But at I think all. there. I think it was a good story. No, there was no story. Yeah, there was. What? The story is is that there's this zombie fucking monkey, this overbearing mom, this whole this whole dynamic between Lionel and this and this girl Paquita and this whole thing and how that happened, his his um, relationship with his mom being a mama's boy trying to cover everything up as it was happening because he was like living in a nightmare. But why was he trying to like? That was the biggest suspension of disbelief. Was like, why not call the police? Like, well, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I viewed it, it reminded I mean, me the of like story nightmares. Didn't have a lot of logic to it. But it reminded me. Well, it's also about zombies. So let's throw <laughs> logic out the window right there. But um, the, it reminded me of like bad dreams that I've had. Have you ever had a dream like where your like tooth falls out and yeah. you like take it and you put it back in and then all your teeth fall out and then you just try to shove them back in? Yeah, like that's like what he was trying to do. It's like well, then, his mom's skin yeah. falls off, so he just super glues it you're back gonna, on. You're gonna be all right. You're gonna be okay. Yeah, and then his mom like dies, and he's like, well, but she comes back to life, so I gotta take care of her. Yeah, and like he even has that meltdown where he's gonna kill her and inject her with that fucking poison, and he like melts down, and he's like, I can't do it, and she's like, Yeah, she's well, like, that's well, that's more surrealism. It is, but it's like the story. I mean, okay. Listen, there's only three types of stories in the world anyway, right? Man versus man, man versus nature, man versus fucking whatever, robot. <laughs> whatever the fuck the other one is. But what I'm saying is is like there's, there's basic there's basic stories. And you know, it takes that and it's like, okay, but we're gonna create a unique story and this we're gonna explain yeah. how the zombieism happens without really explaining it, right? It came from a rat monkey. Oh uh, right. I don't know. Whatever, but it's established that the natives know that if you get bitten by the rat monkey, you better get your fucking arm chopped off. Sure, (laughs) yeah. So it explains that without explaining it. I just don't think there was much to the story because the highlight of this film, and it's not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but the highlight of this film... Is the party onwards? Is the, yeah, the... uh, 
it's like almost like a highlight reel of gore effects. Mm-hmm. And, it, and there's a that lot of that's kind of why I went with the reading I did. Cause to me, it's a, it's a, it's a two head movie until that happens. And then it's a five head movie. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, I, I really enjoyed all the gags, like all the, uh, all the gore effects and everything. I thought it kind of like went on like a little long, but you know, it still kept my attention because they were doing like just one thing after the next. That's what I, I, I agree with that. It went on long, but that's what I like about it is like each one was unique. Sure. Each effect. Yeah. Was there weren't unique. really oh, any yeah. repeat kills. Yeah. No, yeah. That, Everything yeah, was that's, different. And that's what I liked about it. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of like slapstick and horror. I would have, I think I like the evil dead movies cause a little bit more than uh, Dead Alive because they're a little bit darker. Um, and the effects in those are still pretty good and they serve their purpose. This one relied heavily on the effects because I think the rest of the film was just kind of lacking and they relied on a lot of slapstick. Um, but with that said, uh, I wasn't really, I think Dave, I think you pointed this out, like the stuff with the baby, I wasn't really crazy about it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, it, it almost felt out of place. I, I agree. And it, I could have done without the baby and, altogether. And the, and the movie did come across like very surreal because like none of the people had any like, with the exception of the party, nobody really had any like horrific reaction to what was going on throughout the movie. So it just, it kind of took me out a little bit as far as, um, you know, taking it kind of serious, but I know it wasn't a serious movie. I know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But um, with that said, I give it a solid three. You know, I just, I, I really enjoyed the gore effects, but that was really it for me, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of the slapstick and, you know, that sort of stuff, but those so, effects were killer. So it ends up with a three and a half, yeah. if my math is correct. You are correct. Um, which I think is a is a good place to put it. And, and Alan, to your point, I mean, I, I think you probably gave it a solid three based on the effects alone. Because yeah. I know, like I said, I know you're I, you a know, fan of the effects. And if you're a fan of, I did of like, practical effects, this is a movie to watch. Mm-hmm. I did like Paquita's character. Um, and Lionel was cool. Did like, you want to punch like Lionel, though, because he keeps like rejecting her and blowing her off? I'm like, dude, you got a cute girl who was interested in you. <laughs> but like, that's yeah. only because he was influenced by his mom. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's... Well, and that also explains, like, why he didn't do anything or tell anybody, because he also had lost his father, and he, like, I think it was like, I don't want to lose my mom, too. But, I mean, and here's the thing... She's a bitch, but she's all I got. And I I get what you're saying about, like, oh, he was attached to his mom, and he he wanted to keep her around. It's like, okay, well, why is he keeping around all these other characters? You know, it's like, there's... He has no relation. He's a douche. He has no (laughs) relation. But I don't want to just say he's... damn fool. I don't want to just say he's a douche. You know, it's just... I'm watching and it's like, okay, like something's got to give and nothing really gives until the party. I thought the uncle was like an interesting character, you know, because he was a jerk, but, um, but Lionel finally stands up for himself and it's when he gets thrown out of the house and he comes back with a lawnmower Mm -hmm. that he turns into a badass. Yeah. And when he finally stands up to his mom on the roof and he's like, no mom, you are the fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I just, I'm, I'm. He goes through a transition. I'm not a yeah. yeah. I know yeah, his I'm balls not, drop. I'm just not a big fan of like when characters are just so helpless and like they're losers and it's like all of a sudden like they're oh you know. But that happens in every horror movie, especially like in slasher films. Is like they're helpless and then they they have a change. We talked about this on our um, yep. uh, podcast on the um, 
uh, found footage. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the list of trope. Yeah. There's that trope where it's like the the character has to go through so much in order to learn how strong they can be. Right. Yeah. And he had to go through so much and find out so much <laughs> and literally like you know get shoved up in his mom's yeah what i'm not reborn f- again in but, order to be reborn and i get that i get that but what i'm not a fan of is when like the decision making is so stupidly poor yeah that i cannot connect with the character it's like okay nobody yeah. is that stupid oh well, this movie and then all of a sudden they redeem themselves it's like okay like you should have been somewhat yeah. <laughs> this person somewhat from the beginning, yeah, but it's, just, I it's just dumb fun. Yeah. It is. It's dumb I, I've been fun. thinking back to the part where he has the chain or the chainsaw, the the lawnmower. Do you remember the part where he's trying to kill one of the zombies, but he can't reach the the yeah. the, the string to start the lawnmower up? So he grabs his severed hand <laughs> and he uses it to like reach and pull. Yeah, yep. yeah, awesome. it's ridiculous, yeah. but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and and I think like the movie sets up how ridiculous it's going to be from the beginning when the the guy chops off every body part of oh, the fucking dude. Oh, it's so slapstick. And so you're like, yeah. you're like, we know what's going to happen. And if you ever saw Bad Taste, Bad Taste is very much so like this right. too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's a lot of grotesque. That's the other thing. This movie is fucking gross. And I said it earlier, but this movie is fucking gross. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes me want to do that. Mm. But, but, um, Cool. But three and a half, yeah. that's a solid rating. There you go. Yeah. Go see it. Check it out. Bring your barf bag. Bring your barf bag. Play it at Halloween. There you go. I wasn't grossed out, though. I know you were, but I wasn't grossed out. Do you, you know what? It's just the boil. It was the subtle stuff. Just the boil <laughs> yeah. is the thing that grossed me out the most. The rest of it was gross. It didn't gross it me out. It was over the top to but, where, you know. But the rest, like, I can watch skin getting peeled off of people yeah, all day long. Yeah, but somebody eat somebody. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's pus. All right, I gotta watch what I'm saying. You're gonna projectile vomit all over me. It's like, like I said before, my wife watches that fucking Dr. Pimple oh, Popper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh, is, that, that I, shit's fucked that up. Is gross. And you know that shit smells. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Ugh. All right, so the next film we're gonna talk about is from 2017, and it's called The Babysitter. Now, it's this a Netflix movie, exclusive. This is a Netflix movie. This is directed by Mick G. Are you familiar with Mick G's work? Yeah. Did he do the Charlie's Angels movie? He did. Did he? Um, Music video Music videos. Um, I think he was a musician also. He helped write some songs for like Sugar Ray. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I guess you can call him a musician. Uh, Every morning there's a halo (laughs) hanging from the corner. Mick G. does sound like a name you'd give yourself back in 2000. (laughs) Uh, No, (laughs) it's not my mind. I see you back in Mm. Weekend of (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. Sugar Ray. Mm-hmm. What's that guy's name in Sugar Ray? Mark McGrath. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, this is Mark McGrath. <laughs> I just want to fly. <laughs> I just want to fly. What the, 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 criticism (laughs) um i will let you remember that song no i will let you down i only remember every month that was like the last like heavy song that sugar ray did between the before they turned into total pussies because they were like a punk band they're yeah they're a little more edgy and then they went like the fucking 
Who's that other fucking God. bullshit band with Travis Barker? Um, oh, Blink-182? Blink-182. Yeah, because they were like kind of like this punk, like edgy, like fun band. And then they're like talking they, about leaving flowers on the yeah, stairs. Got, Surprises, let me know she cares. She <laughs> <laughs> do I will not go. I'm a little bitch. It's true. Fucking Blink-182. And then what's that other one? Sum 41. Sum 41. Bitches also. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All them bands. All them bands. Jimmy Eat World. I like Jimmy Eat World. There's some other stuff. Arizona's own. Mm-hmm. Mm. They went to uh, Mesa High. Anyway, what movie? What is this? Yeah, Mick G? We're talking about Mick, Mick G. G. <laughs> All right, enough about Mick G. Let's get to the movie. Uh, this movie stars Samara Weaving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bella Thorne. Yeah. <laughs> and then some other people. Judah Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannah Mae Lee. Robbie Arnell. On and on. on, yeah, and Les, on and Leslie on. Bibb plays the mom. Mm-hmm. It's in Trick or Treat. But, uh, okay. How how do I want to put this? Okay. So, I've had Netflix forever, and I always scroll through like movies to watch, and I'm always in the horror section, and the, the babysitter always pops up. Did you watch this before? No. No. Not, not before I was instructed to. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get told what to do. Right? I never make decisions on my own. Um. So I've always seen it, and I was like, oh, Bella Thorne's in this. I don't know if I'm going to like it. Mm. Pass, 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 pass. The Babysitter. It makes me think of like, there was a fucking movie with Alicia Silverstone called The Fucking Babysitter <laughs> back in the day, and it was so fucking bad. You know, it's funny because when we were supposed to watch these movies, uh-huh. I was like thinking, which babysitter am I supposed to watch? Because I think there's three of them. I think there is. There's probably one from like the 80s. And I was like, did you pick this one? I was like, yeah, I, I, was oh, like, I think it's this one. Because so. like, otherwise, this is going to be awkward. <laughs> but yeah, then there was one with, like I said, Alicia Silverstone and like Jeremy London. And it was like really bad. And then there, uh, there's this one. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, is this just a fucking remake? All right. So I turn it on and I'm sitting there. And within the first five minutes, I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was in. Boom. <laughs> they got me hook, line and sinker from the beginning. Um, not spoiling my review, but I was in because it wasn't what I was expecting at all. Right. So let's talk about what the movie's about. Um, it's about this boy, this like uh, 12 year old boy, 12 year old Cole yeah. Johnson. Cole. And he's kind of a nerd. He gets picked on. He's got his best friend who lives across the street, uh, from him. And it's this girl and, uh, he's always getting picked on. He gets picked on by this group of kids on their bikes, and they basically just, you know, taunt him and they do little dances around him. <laughs> the one main bully is, is pretty funny. He's Jeremy, right? Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, he, but as he's getting picked on, his babysitter comes out Yeah. and she's like, what, 19, 18. I don't know how old she Probably is. Early twenties. That's kind of, yeah. Late tw- late. Well, she's in high school, right? Cause oh, the, she's still in high school. I think the premise is, is that they're all in high school oh, that's because right. that's why they're like, that the plays into it the, later. That's right. They're all the pretty much the tropes of mm-hmm. of slasher movies, um, but she comes out and she sticks up for him and she scares the bullies away. Yeah, and yeah, and she whispers something into Jeremy's ear. We don't hear what she says, but the kid's eyes like bug out of his skull. He's like, "Oh my god!" And he's, he's like, like "You're crazy!" Yeah, and he leaves. Now Samara Weaving, not familiar with her. Uh, she looks like um, Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like the poor man's Margot Robbie. Uh, yeah. And they're both from like Australia or New Zealand or something. Well, her too. dad is uh, Hugo Weaving. 
from uh, the Matrix movies, Mister mm-hmm. Anderson. Oh, that's him. Yeah, you can see the resemblance a little Not bit. Not at all. No. <laughs> oh, the Lord of the Rings movies. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway, she's also in that new movie. Oh, Ready or Not. Ready or Not, which I saw. Did you see that yet? I haven't seen it yet. I really want to. Yeah. She's also in the movie Mayhem. Yes. Mm. She's which, in a lot of horror movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, she's becoming a new scream queen. Yep. But um, I always get her confused with Margot Robbie. They do look a lot alike. When I see her. So David and I were just discussing the fact that we met Samara Weaving. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even fucking realize it. <laughs> so how did we meet her? So she was at Son of Monster Palooza, uh-huh. I believe, a couple years ago. And she was promoting a movie called Mayhem. And uh, she was someone's guest, right? Well, she was there because they, they screened the film. We actually missed. We didn't even see the screen. We didn't see the screen. But they were signing. Um, they but did like Glenn a, from. Yeah, Glenn from uh, The Walking Dead. Because mm-hmm. that's the year I brought uh, a replica of the Lucille bat. So got in line to get his autograph. But when we came around the corner, like the the director, Samara Weaving, uh, and Steve Ewan were all there. So we they got, were signing. They were signing posters for the. And they gave movie. us a poster. So yeah. we're like, and okay, they all, cool. And they all signed it. Yeah. So like, I didn't even realize that I met this chick. Yeah. Oh, I was, well, I was brief. Go. She was nice. It was very short, but it was short. Yeah, yeah. She signed it. Now, now that you're saying that, I'm recalling it in my head. Yeah, yeah. We met him. Yeah, oh, we well. should consider mayhem at some point. I'm so, surprised you didn't choose that. That would have been a good. I thought one about with, it with babysitter. Yeah, I thought about it, but, but then eh. you decided to go with. Well, then I was thinking maybe I'll pair that one later with uh, Ready or Not. Oh, good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Where was Alan when we were doing that? He was off doing something else. No, probably he was outside smoking he, a cigarette. No, I think he was doing some wristband uh, magic. Oh, Wait, was that then? Yeah, yeah that was a that long was the, time ago. It yeah. was two years ago. Of course, I'm not going to remember. That. <laughs> 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 it happened two weeks ago. He doesn't uh-huh. remember, oh, remember what happened. Oh. <laughs> well, he's not the only one who had to do wristband magic. No, no. Alakazam, yeah. huzzah! The sequel. Bingo. <laughs> uh, so, I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, so she's like this really attractive uh, teenage, older teenage girl, and she comes to the defense of this like you know pathetic nerdy guy. Yeah, she's like, you got to punch him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, so he's like got the cr- he's got a crush on his babysitter, which you know can you blame him? He's twelve. Here's this fucking you know beautiful blonde woman who's still mm-hmm. watching after you, right? Who likes hanging out with you. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> they got kind of a cute relationship. Like she gives him right home. They, they give each other ET fingers. Yeah, they touch fingers. Yeah, and she and she's like down with all the stupid shit that he's down with. Like he talks about like bullshit science fiction and comic book heroes, and they watch like uh, westerns together and everything. So mom and dad are gonna go out of town, presumably just to have sex. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he's gonna be there with his babysitter for the weekend. And he tells his uh, friend across the street, he's like, uh, Melanie. Know, I think yeah, she's, yeah, she's coming over. To, and he's like, what does she do? She goes, what does she do when you go to sleep? He's like, I don't know. And she and the the friend's like, I bet you she has sex. Yeah, she's having mm. sex with boys. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm going to stay up tonight. I'm going to find out. And I'll find out. Yeah. And so she's like, all right, cool. You perv. Um, so they have this whole fun night. Like I said, they're watching like cowboy movies and they're asking, he's asking trivia questions yeah. about, and they're like dancing to fog hat. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like eating junk food, they go swimming. Yeah. Oh, they go swimming and, uh, Oh, they talk about their intergalactic dream team. Yeah. Who they would bring if they only could bring like four or five people, yeah, like five people onto to, a 
a voyage or something. Yeah, to defeat like a bad the mm-hmm. bad guys. Yeah. The big bad. And she answers it pretty good, right? Yeah. Um Yeah, she says uh Captain Kirk, uh Picard, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum from uh Independence As one Day. person. She takes them as one person. Ripley and then the big bad would be a xenomorph egg. Yeah. <laughs> well, then she uh she's like you want to do a shot? And he's like, "Sure, I guess." And so she gets him a shot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, are you going to do one with me? And she's like, sure, I'll be right back. And so she goes and pours herself a shot. And while she's gone, he like dumps the shot away mm-hmm. and pretends like he drank it. And then he goes up to bed and then he wakes up. He's like, hey, well, he doesn't wake up, but he's like, hey, I'm going to texting his friend. I'm going to go see what she's doing. Yeah. So he goes and looks and like her friends have come over and there's like a nerdy guy, mm-hmm. a jock, yeah. cheerleader, a cheerleader, uh, like goth chick i guess mm-hmm. like the the asian chick is kind of like weird and then there's like the the rapper whatever yeah. he is like he's yeah. like a funny guy jokester but he's like also wants to be a musician mm-hmm. and uh and they're playing spin the bottle but it's like a truth or dare yeah so they spin the bottle and then they have to ask him truth or dare and it lands on samara weaving's character and the guy says uh you have to kiss all of us mm-hmm. and so she goes around and she kisses the first guy like really like like a peck or whatever yeah. then she gets to bella thorne and they like full-on make out mm-hmm. like tongues and <laughs> lip biting and all the guys are just like oh. and then she licks the black guy <laughs> she licks the side of the black guy's face yeah and he's like what and she gets to the nerdy guy the last guy is the nerdy guy yeah. and, she, and he's like really hesitant. He's yeah. like, listen, I don't know any of you. And she's like, don't worry about it. Just close your eyes. Yeah. And to backtrack a little bit, we had seen him earlier in the film. Like she was with him. She was like talking at, to him like I was in a convenience store. store. Yep. And uh, Cole, Cole was watching him. He was getting a little jealous. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is that same character. In yep. the, and she's in, like, just relax. Yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Just close your eyes. And she kisses him. And then, she pulls out two fucking knives and stabs him in the head. Yeah, right in the skull. And I don't know about you guys, but I did not see that fucking thing. <laughs> I just went, what the fuck? It's pretty brutal. And like blood like squirts out and the kid's like, oh, like twitching. And they're like, shh, shh, shh. It's going to be okay. And then they're like, they pull out the knives and they start catching the blood. And then the black guy, he like pulls out the knife and he's like, blood's not coming out this one. And he's like flicking it. And he's like, I need blood yeah, to my, come out. The spout isn't working. And then all of a sudden it sprays all over him. All and over he's like, face. he has some great lines. He really too. does. Yeah, he was the comedic, comedic relief. Very much so. But they're all pretty funny in their they're own ways. But he's ways. like very much like, yeah, got yeah. those one liners. Um. So the the kid's watching this, and he's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Just like my reaction, and so he runs off to his room. Smart kid calls nine one one. Calls nine one one. Tells him some shits going down, and then um, he hears that they need the the blood of the innocent, and he's upstairs. He pretends to yep. go back to sleep. And so he's like, "Fuck! What am I gonna do?" So he pretends to go to sleep, and all they're gonna do is with a syringe take. Yeah, blood yeah. from him. And it's established at the very beginning of the movie that Cole's afraid of needles because he has to get a shot like when he's at school. Yeah, mm-hmm. flu shot. Yeah. But he, he does a good job. He doesn't break like, and they miss the vein and they got to poke him again mm. and he holds perfectly still. And they get the blood they need and they leave. And then he's like, fuck this. And he's like going to throw some blankets out and <laughs> make a little rope, <laughs> make a rope and he's going to climb out. And then he knows that Samara Weaving's right behind him. Yep. And she's like, what do you know? Yeah, and he passes out. Yep. And wakes up in a room 
surrounded by everybody tied to it. He's tied to a chair. Yep. And everybody's there. The jock's there. He's got his shirt off now. <laughs> he's like, why is he shirtless? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> They're like, that's not a uh, whatever. And he's like, I don't know. Why, but why is he shirtless? That's not an answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, because look at his abs. <laughs> Yeah, he's got he's got a pocket knife and he starts cutting the ropes like while he's talking to him and they're like, hey, there's a mirror behind you, we can see you. Mm -hmm. But he keeps cutting. He's going like, oh, he's adorable. He's still trying to get out. Yeah, and then the cops pull up. The cops pull up. They they bust in, and the cops are like, "Uh, what the fuck's going on? Well, they bust in. They get attacked right away. The jock attacks the one. He throws a, a fire, poker fire poker through his eyeball, and then he shoots and hits Bella Thorne right in the tit. Right in the tit. <laughs> And then the other cops like everybody just freeze, everybody just freeze, and they end up killing that guy. Yeah, um, I forget how they kill him, but they kill him anyway. But blood squirts all over the other guy again. Yeah, uh, all over the black just, guy. Does he say something like one in four people? What if uh, have an have STD? An I got two people's blood on me. You do the math. Yeah. He's like, I got AIDS. I got AIDS. I know it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, as they're all arguing, uh, then the police station calls, and they're like what's your situation there at the house? And Samara weaving turns to the boy and she's like, what's the code for all clear. And he gives her like 1053. Yeah. But he like looks away. Yeah. And she's like, when you lie, you look away. Yeah. What's the code for all clear. And so she finally, he tells her and he goes, you just say all clear. Like he's like giving some smart ass answers yeah, too. 10, yeah. four, <laughs> but he gives her the, gives finally her the says code for, and she knows that that means like they're and then so she gives the code and then the police station right there calls back and they're like, have fun eating your double double. Yeah, <laughs> that's the code he gave in the code. Her. Like, yeah, we're, we're taking a lunch break or yep. something. What was the, the code 1053, right? I think so. I did look at you know what up, that means, right? But I think it's different in in different police departments Is it? because I looked it up and the one that I saw was like different um, counties within the same state and 1053 meant something different in each mm. one. Interesting, but it did mean man down. Yeah, in their in their world, mm -hmm. and that might be what it means, like more yeah. universally. So that's why he gave him that code. But she knew that he would know the codes because he's a nerd and he wanted yep. to become a cop. And uh, anyway, he escapes. He ends up cutting himself free because everybody's paying attention to Bella Thorne and her boob. And, and she, she says, like, can we just stick a tampon in it? <laughs> yeah, because they're like, we got to take it to the hospital. Or no, they're going to kill her, aren't we? Yeah, because like, they can't take her to the hospital. Like, we can't explain this. Yeah. And she's like, she's can't like, you just like stick a tampon in it? <laughs> um, but then she's all pissed off because that's the only asset that she had was her boobs. Yeah. She's like, who's yeah, going to want me now? Who's going to motorboat these? And the black guy's like, what do you like? I'm soft? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> long. <laughs> they're just taunting her yeah, yeah. And so he, and while that's going uh down cole runs upstairs right and then john runs chased, up the motorboater guy uh chases yeah. him yeah and, uh, he and i think he on pushes her, him he right? slips on her like, like a remote control car oh yeah, that's because right. remember her his mom said clean up the yeah. uh, toys and, and he didn't he just cleaned up one and he's like meh yeah, he falls over the banister and uh impales himself like on a trophy right or an neck, award or something the neck. Right? yeah yeah he did yeah bella thorne's bleeding out now we just got samara weaving the jock who's the star quarterback and, and the, uh, goth, the, goth, the goth chick, the goth Asian chick. And um, it's kind of like a game of cat and mouse. Now. Yeah. He escapes and they're all looking for it. Well, he crawls under the crawl space, which is outside of the house. It's like, um, it's just like underneath the house. Yeah, because he like goes dirt. to the garage first and he gets some stuff. Like he gets a firecracker or firework. He gets uh, like a can of bug spray. Yeah. And he gets, he gets a, a drill. Yeah. A drill. And uh, a lighter. 
and he goes underneath the house in a blanket and he covers himself. Well, the the goth chick, yeah, Sonia, she knows that he's down there, so she goes crawls under after him, and um, she she captures him, and he shoots the firework at her, and it totally misses. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but then somehow he like crawls past her. He like sprays her with the bug spray or something, and he crawls past her. I don't remember exactly what yeah. it was. He crawls past her, then he seals her in the room. He seals her under the, yeah. And then he shoots bug spray at her, but then it catches fire because of the fireworks still burning. And then she's like, I'm still alive. And then it just blows Booyah. up. The firework goes off and kills her. <laughs> and then he goes running. The jock now is after him. And uh, the jock is like, did you just blow up? <laughs> or I think he says, did you blow up whatever her name is? He's like, yeah. He's like, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah. then he's even getting chased by the jock, and he remembers Samara Weaving saying, kick him in the yeah, dick. Yeah, drop to your knees. Yeah, drop, drop down like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, and kick him in the dick. Yeah, yeah so he does that. Kick him in the dick. He drops down. <clears throat> that guy trips. He goes and kicks him in the dick, and he's like, wow, you completely missed my dick, and I have a really big dick. And the, guy's, and the kid goes, no, you don't. <laughs> he goes, yes, I do. And he goes, that's just hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> um. But the guy's still chasing after him, and he's got him like choked, like he lifts him up, and then there's a noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hey, what's turn- that? It's like, yeah. He's like, what is that? Is that someone egging your house? And he's like, yeah. Mm. So he lets him down. He goes, Are you gonna let this kid egg your house? You gotta stand up for yourself. Yeah. He goes, I want you to go out there and stand up for yourself. So it's the kid that was the bully from the beginning. And he's out there and he throws an egg and he does like a little robot dance. <laughs> he throws another egg and does a moonwalk. <laughs> he's like just being a jerk. Yeah. yeah. So ultimately he tries to convince the guy to help him. He's like, listen, I'm try- I'm going to get killed. And the guy's like, all right, on the count of three, we're going to make a run for my bike. You get on the back and we'll ride away. We'll get to safety. <laughs> and the kid's like, okay, all finally. Right, let's do it. And he goes, one two and then he smashes an egg on his forehead and he's like <laughs> fuck you <laughs> he just right, rides away and then he's like oh shit <laughs> so the jock comes then and he's like whatever at least you tried yeah at least you tried and then he goes running again and the jock chases after him and they go up the um tree house the tree house the tree house and uh the jock climbs up there and uh the jock ends up like clearing the egg off of his face but he gets it all over his hands yeah. which comes into play a little, a little yeah. slippery yep and so part of the treehouse gives away treehouse gives away because him and his dad had been taking it down right mm-hmm. and the treehouse gives away and the jock slips and he goes to like hang on to a branch but his hands slip off and then his neck gets wrapped around the rope, rope. yep and he snap snaps his neck yep dead so now he's dead so everybody's dead except for samara weaving yeah. Who comes out with a shotgun mm-hmm. and starts shooting. And he's like, fuck. So he runs over. The neighbor girl is now awakened by the gunshot and he runs to her house and he's like, look, she's after me. And she like believes him right away. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah. So they go hide and then they end up having a moment where they kiss mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, and she's like, next time we should make out some more. And he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> sounds good. So he locks her in the bathroom. And then he goes running out. He tries to lock her in the bathroom. <laughs> and she's like, uh, locks on the inside, you idiot. He's like, but that's very sweet of you. Trying to protect me. <laughs> um, but he goes outside and he's like, come on, come get me. I'm out here. Come, yep. come for me. <clears throat> so they go and have a little like more of this cat and mouse chasing whatever. And then what happens? 
They go well, back to the, the house. They go, he goes back in the house, and then um, he finds the cheerleader. Oh, the cheerleader's still alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's chasing after him. And then he's like, you're beautiful. You know, we can get out of this. And she's like, you think we can get out of this? We can just go tell the cops yeah. and mm-hmm. everything will be, just yeah. be fine. And he's like, yeah. And she goes, yeah, that's not going to happen. And she turns full on bitch mode. Yeah. And she tries to kill him. And all of a sudden her head just explodes. Yeah. Yep. And because B is behind her. Yep. And blew her, blew her yeah. head off. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Samara Weaving shoots her, blows her head off. And then he grabs, uh, she has like this book, this old like witchcraft, like mm-hmm. Satan book. And he's going to um, light it on fire. And she's like, no, look, we can have anything we want. We come to find out that she goes from place to place right. like doing this. Yeah. And she does like spells. Yeah. She made a deal with the devil. Yep. Yeah. And if you do the sacrifice and then you get the blood of the innocent, you can basically have whatever you want. And she's like, look, it can just be me and you. We can go yeah. away and have whatever we want. And he's going he's gonna to give in. And then he lights it on fire and tosses it. And... She's like, no, and she's like trying to put it out. He runs. He hightails it to the neighbor girl's house. Gets the car. Hops in her dad's fucking seventy-two Chevelle. I knew you'd know what it was. <laughs> that was my. I had one. I had. I had a seventy-two. Was Chevelle. it black? It wasn't black. It was like a pewter kind of color with white with white stripes. Nice. That's dope. It was a sweet car. <laughs> but he hops in that, it. and then he floors it. <laughs> And he hits just right to where the car flips over. Yep. To, and he was to, even talking. To we to are his, the champions. He was even talking to his dad about that earlier, like with his remote control cars. He was fixing them just so, so that they corkscrews would, they would corkscrew and yeah. So he does that and he lands in the living room of his house and basically traps her underneath the car, yep. killing her. They have a not moment. instantly though. Not yeah. instantly. She's her. dying, and he has a moment with her. It's like you drove a car into your house. <laughs> yep she's like i did not see that one coming (laughs) and then he's like uh you never asked me who would be in my like fantasy team my intergalactic whatever group and she and she's like um who would it be and he names off did you write down who he picked uh yeah was it admiral uh adama so you say it from star trek uh, battlestar galactica Galactica? Uh, data data the predator and then you and me yep and she's like oh he's like i loved you and they have this moment. She dies. He goes out, hooks up with his little girlfriend again. Her dad comes home and he's like, what the My fuck? Car. Yeah. His, his parents. The uh, parents show up. Parents show up. He's like, up. I don't need a babysitter anymore. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> and uh, then the, we see the cops. They're looking through the wreckage. Mm-hmm. And they come into where she should be dead. And she's not there. And then she attacks one of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. End of movie. End of movie. Yep. So it kind of like blew my load at the beginning when I said like I was in. Um, I was in from the beginning of this movie. Like I like I said, I didn't expect it to be what it was. Right. I thought this was a fun movie. I thought the filmmaking was really cre- creative is not the right word because I've seen it in other movies, but I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Like the editing and the sound effects and uh, just the way that they shot the movie. Um, I loved the the main character. Uh, the boy. Yeah, he does a really good job in the movie. And yeah. I love the B character too, the Samara Weaving character. I thought she did a good job. Um, I cared for the kid. Like, I wanted him to be, I wanted him to, you know, say fuck you to the bully. Um, and then even when he was about ready to like, you think, oh, well, this is when he's going to convince the bully like to help him out. 
the bully still doesn't give in and he's like fuck you and he throws an egg in his face and it's not till the very end where the bully gets his like his bike gets destroyed or whatever <laughs> um but uh i thought the kills were creative um it wasn't scary per se it was more of a comedy um but there was the, it was very unexpected yeah and i very much so appreciated that i'm gonna give it a four four yeah mm. i really loved it alan you want to go yeah i'll go um you know, I'm I'm not real big on teen horror comedies, but this is a really good one. And I think uh, the actor who played Cole Johnson, uh, what's his name? Judah Lewis. I thought he was awesome. He did awesome. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, I like that Dave picked these two films because the two leads are so different from each other. Where, you know, you have the lead in Dead Alive. He's, he's like... Like you just I'm, kind of a bumbling idiot. Yeah, I'm just like pissed off at him. And then you have this 12 year old who makes smart decisions, who makes mm-hmm. super smart decisions, and like that's what I like. Like mm-hmm. this is what I enjoy. Like characters like this who make smart decisions, and you become uh, interested in the film because of the characters and their decision making and what they have to say and, and what you they're care doing, for and you care mm-hmm. for them and. Um, you know, you don't so much relate to them, maybe in some ways, like the bullying aspect or things like that, or like, you know, when you're in school or whatever, but, um, you, you develop a connection with the characters. I love those movies. And this is one of them where I really developed a connection with this character and I wanted to see him be successful and get out of this situation. Um, you know, there's an aspect of movies where it's like, they have like the, the cast of teenagers and you have all the stereotypes like I'm getting so burnt out on it but this one took that aspect and flipped it to where all those characters who are normally victims in slasher movies are all the villains yep mm-hmm. so I thought that was interesting and I thought that was creative um, I was listening to this movie with headphones and uh, the sound was the sound mixing was very well done with this movie those little subtle sound effects that they'll use to like in the editing i thought were really good but it it was very well done and very loud and bolsterous and it wasn't too off-putting um the whole way they made this movie was done very well um i'm not even sure what their budget was but uh i give this movie a three and a half i really enjoyed this movie and uh, like I said, what really did it for me was the lead character. Everything else was just okay, mm. but I really enjoyed his character. And there were some funny moments too. Yep. So I'm usually stuck between two halves. So like, um, <laughs> but this one I was stuck between a three and a four. I had oh, a pretty wow. wide range on this one. Uh, I wound up going three and a half as well. I really like this movie. I think the two leads are both really, really good. Um, the, the boy is very believable. He's smart. Uh, I think Samara weaving, uh, is super charming and really cute. And And they have a good chemistry. Yeah. Just the chemistry between the actors is really good. And Alan, I really like your point about how you take these stereotypical characters, but instead of them being the victims, now they're the bad guys and they all come together because, you know, they have evil intentions. Yep. And even the guy, Max, uh, the shirtless guy, he even <laughs> says, like, I don't even care about any of that shit. I just want to kill people. I mean, he's, just, he's just a bad guy. Yeah, he's yeah every, every character was interesting. But yeah. I love, like, the little scenes where, like, the guy kind of pauses to help, like, him, hey, like, 
stand up for yourself. Like you're you're better than this. I mean, it doesn't really make any sense, right? It doesn't, but but, it, but that's what I liked about it. It but was also, very random. It's also because he knows, well, he thinks that he knows that he's going to kill this kid anyway because he's obviously more athletic and he can do it. I, I could easily give this a four uh, because, you know, Dave, you just brought that up. I love the randomness that this movie had too. Like it didn't follow any kind of formula. And and that's what I liked about it. The only thing they really went back to was having those stereotype horror slasher characters. The other thing but, too. But they flipped it. The other thing too is like, there's a lot of stuff that they set up at the beginning that comes into play. And it's done in such a way that it's not. It's intelligent. Like the, the mother is down in the basement and she's, yeah. you know, she's doing stuff. And down she there. uses the screwdriver to unscrew it. And she's like, can you go get me this? Yeah. And, and yeah. then the, even the clean up the toys. And he's like, yep, it's yeah. clean. And even some of the stuff like they set up, like when the mom's down there, you think that they're setting up some sort of fear of spiders because there's spiders. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, how do you go down there? And I don't think that even really comes up. It doesn't. No. Uh, well, it does come but up I because think the he's spiders a, he's crawling afraid. on him. I think he's kind of freaked out. But remember the spiders crawling on him and oh, he flicks yeah, it away? That's right. And that's how yeah. she realizes that he's down there. But what I'm saying is it's like those subtle little things. Like even the, you know, next time a guy's chasing after you, you cl- Crawl into a ball, trip over you, kick yeah. him in kick the him dick. Kick him in the dick. Like, and he uses that later, and he remembers those those aspects. Him telling the dad that he's organized his, or he's created a way that his car will do that corkscrew. At the very end, he does that. Yeah. Him being afraid of driving and then overcoming that fear of driving at the end. Like, it's it's just, there's it's very clever. Yeah. I'm and gonna, that's, I respect and that. And something else I didn't mention was, I also yeah. think the little girl across the street does a really good job. She's smart too. Friend. She's smart She's too. smart too. And you know, there's there's movies that come along where they just kind of wipe everything clean. And this is one of them. This is one of those movies, and, and I said it before, where the, the character, the kid is so smart that if I were to watch another movie from like 5, 10, 15, even 30 years prior, and like the character is a dumbass. Like I'm probably not gonna like it. Yeah, <laughs> this is also a movie that I'll be like, or that I do want to watch with my wife because she didn't watch it with me, mm-hmm. yep. and I, I will watch it again like immediately. Dude, like, I did the same thing. I watched it like one night by myself. So this was, I think, the third time I had seen this movie. But I watched it again like the very next day because with my wife, I was like, I want you to see this movie. Because did she like it? She loved it. Yeah. And this is like one of those movies. It's a good horror, good horror movie for people who don't like horror movies. Yeah. Because it's not really a horror movie. It is, but it, it is. Isn't. It is a horror movie. Mm, it it is. is, but it but isn't. there's definitely appeal. I think it has appeal to people that aren't that like maybe that's not their preferred genre. Of course, yeah. no, of course. And yeah, because it's, it's a comedy. You still got the violence and the gore. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yep. there's lots of movies. They are horror movies just because you know it may not. You know, I know horror doesn't appeal to everybody, yep. but whether people want to admit it or not, there's horror movies that many people enjoy yeah and they not necessarily like horror movies true enough yeah you know what fuck it i'm bumping up to a four <laughs> i liked this movie it's funny that you say that because uh i'm gonna bump mine up to a four i was <laughs> i could we so. we had a discussion and we all came to an agreement yeah <laughs> i'm not saying i convinced anybody i'm just saying we <laughs> no, had a discussion it's a, it's about a really it. smart movie and we all came to an agreement I, I like and that. i and i rarely do well, that. and you guys I, opened my eyes to like uh, even things that i hadn't really even considered um, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's really it's good. A, it's a good movie. Now, they are making a sequel. I know. I was just yeah, going to say okay. that. Now they're going to make a sequel, or they are making a sequel. Yeah. I hope they don't fuck it. The up. original cast is all coming back, even the kids that died. Oh come on! Really? Come on! Yes, Bella Thorne and all those original kids that died. Now I don't know about the boy, but Samara Weaving is going to be in it. So I would. It's going to be interesting to see how that 
place. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. But I hope it doesn't ruin it. It won't yeah. ruin this movie, but if they do a piss poor job, I'll be upset because then it's yeah. like, what's Agreed. the point? Yeah, do it only if you have a good story to tell, and you can and you can do what like Alan just said. If you can totally change our expectations of what a sequel is supposed to be, like Happy Death Day to you. Yeah, yeah, because that changed us. Because we're like, oh, we we just think it's going to be more of the same at the beginning, but then it ends up becoming mm-hmm. a sci-fi movie and it becomes like something like totally different. Yeah. Than what I we're hope they expecting. don't go sci-fi, but I would like to see something like that where it's not just a complete retread of the first yes, movie. I don't want to see that either. So, um, any more thoughts on this guys? No, no. <laughs> All right. Icky. I'm, I'm good. Icky. Do you have any thoughts? I'm good. No? Icky. Yeah, now you're going to be quiet, you little bitch. <laughs> uh, if you guys have any thoughts on this movie or any other movies that we've discussed in the past, any movies you want to see us discuss or hear us discuss, I guess, in the future, you can contact us a multitude of ways. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter. We're the Swearwolves. Uh, you can find us on Instagram as the Swearwolves Podcast. We're on Facebook as the Swearwolves. Uh, you can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, and leave us a comment. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can find us on YouTube as the Swearwolves. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And if your babysitter's hot, it's probably because she's a fucking Satanist. little lady's got the thickness can i get a witness and it's like can i get a hell yeah you sounded just like maynard yeah no not really (laughs) (laughs) not not really god did you burst a blood vessel trying to squeeze (laughs) his eyes are all red now (laughs) popped a goddamn blood vessel the struggle is real (laughs) blue and o-ring Well done, Icky. Well done, Icky. You...